right, y'all, we are finally back. We had some few issues. Um, we had to take our show issues. on the road over here. A little bit of um, difficulty. The third world ballers have traveled to see our friend Caesar Earhart, who lives in Visalia. Hi. Hey, Caesar, what's up? How are you doing? Thank you for welcoming us into your humble abode here. Of course, yes. I, I love that you guys were able to come up and make some time uh, to visit because I've been trying to get you know some of you guys out here just to see how it is you know because it's such a different environment from very uh, it feels very los angeles it's like stepping into a whole new world or something but um and to think we're only three hours away um yeah so i live in uh tulare county which uh this tulare county is the city of visalia um it's located in a very big agro economy in which uh there's mainly like dairies and and crops and fields in which uh the main labor workforce is centered um and at i was dealing mainly with the drought because over here i don't a lot of people don't realize that that the communities in tulare county specifically were affected intensely by the drought to the point where like you literally could turn on your faucet and no water would come out. Um, that was that bad up here? That bad, dude. To which... Really? When I was working at self-help, uh, my previous job, we were assisting maybe, four, I think, 1,400 families or 1,800 families within uh, the Central Valley, which extends from Bakersfield all the way up to, uh, in some cases, like Merced. Uh-huh. Oh, my God. That's like the, ha- the middle chunk of California. Right exactly. There. And uh, that's what that's what mainly the funding was going to was assisting these people. It's called like the office of emergency services Mm -hmm. and they are a wing of the state government that it allocates money for specific things like this, like fires, floods, uh, droughts, like a FEMA type. Yes. They have to set aside funding. But the thing is, like I was saying in the previous episode, you have to like convince these people that, you need you need the water yeah you need the water or the the money money to assist people to get water oh right right um it's a shame that you because a lot of it is projects like connecting to a city dude that takes thousands of dollars to do and even if you're like 300 feet from like a city line yeah the city won't do that because they uh sometimes enforce that you have to pay for it instead of them and that's how they kind of like even though that's Technically, the city has to pay for it, but they can just tell you that and like and throw you off until eventually you're just stop asking and you're like, oh, I guess I can't connect because I can't pay for it. You know, connect like on a per- like a house or like, like connect a house to, to a water a, a, water, a city line? water line. You know, oh, oh so just exactly. like keeping you back through like the series of permits and like uh-huh. tape, just like oh, Zoning, you can't do that. That's fucked all up. That shit. That it's it was insane. Yeah, and I mean. It's crazy to think that we sell most of our water, not even like we don't even keep a lot of the water that is produced in the Central Valley. It either gets sold to the Bay Area or it gets sold down south to Los Angeles yeah. and bigger cities. Right. And the people here get fucked over and they don't have water like because either farmers will use too much of it. So what's left either gets sold or it's contaminated. Like yeah. you just get water and it's like has arsenic. It has nitrates. It has um there's this thing called tc one two three tcp and these are known contaminants in the water that are sometimes carcinogenic but like it's so hard to regulate the dairy industries who dump these contaminants into the water supplies uh that you like even if you find them 
since they're so profitable, they just like pay the fine and they're like, okay, whatever, I'll just keep doing what I'm doing, you know? Yeah. Like they make so much money that the that's pocket change to them. Like they know it's not even a detriment or like a hassle. It's just like, oh, okay, this is just a regular that's, fee now. Exactly. And that for some companies, they have to pay a fee for their toxic waste for like how much they pollute in society, but they don't give a shit. If anything, they like to pay higher fees so they can dump more. Yeah, basically, it's like a slap on the hand and just like, okay. Exactly, because like, they're they not regulated it. at all. So, um, so Karina also, my wife, she also works in at a, a another nonprofit called uh, Community Water Center. And they deal mainly with, like, the legislative uh, policy side of water issues within the Central Valley. And right now they're trying to push a uh, push a community water fund that would that would help allocate money for the entire Californian state to get people affordable access to clean sanitary drinking water and, Jesus, dude. and it's crazy um, to think that this is crazy happening to think in california that been it's like we're living in mad max dude time. exactly and what's crazy is that because los angeles is so disassociated from where we live in san francisco no one knows about what's going on, so we have no resources to gain from those people to bring them here to help us. There's no it, message being relayed about the crisis. I think, I think this really illustrates the whole issue that like people think of California as just the Bay or SoCal and leave out so much of like what makes California thrive and what we you know yeah. export. Yeah, we love to we talk about everything. our we love to talk about our economy and but they don't want to talk about where that economy comes from. Yeah, and we yeah, incentivize no. this whole like oh the Bay or like Silicon Valley or SD LA uh-huh. and yet you know you guys are living through the hardships of it all like we're taking your clean water and the people who actually live in these communities are just like fuck off or even the food we grow here doesn't even stay here oh, it just yeah, gets exported so much exported of it, yeah. overseas we're like the biggest resource for exactly food. Like, yeah for agriculture. For, for agriculture that's crazy because exactly, yeah. you see all these signs out here i don't know if you saw them coming up save but like the save, save so, the farms yeah uh we grow your food and it's like yeah. no you don't you grow other people's food like yeah. this food doesn't even stay here you know and it's like you can't even feed your communities here. One in three children go hungry in Tulare County. Really? And one wow. in five adults as well. Because, like, it's so impo- there are so many impoverished communities here. Yeah. The yeah. only work they can usually take is very exploitive, pays very little, is insane hours. So then you're left with uh with little choice as to like when you get off of work say what break you your eat, back for you know? scraps exactly break your back for scraps <laughs> and then you it's like you go home and it's like i don't want to cook i'd rather just go out and get like mcdonald's or something something yeah. quick. And that just plays back into our whole nutrition and exactly. health like, and i mean it's just cycle that's just I, fucking I think being over. here just for a few days i think that was really made clear we drove through like 10 to 15 different burger spots like they're all just lined up around your street throughout here and it's either that gas stations or like convenience stores you know yeah like a walgreens type stuff you know i didn't really see anything like that like helps like promote like culture or like all the arts really over here it's all just like necessities of what people need supermarkets food groceries downtown the essentials our downtown visalia area has like kind of like it the art scene is starting to come out more because like because i mean millennials for better or worse are pushing those boundaries because they want to create a space for themselves to hang out in these kind of communities so i think they're using that momentum to be like no like let's 
Let's do other shit. Like, I'm tired of this. Why do we have so many fucking, like, boutique shops in downtown? Literally, it's just like old business owners' wives who open these boutique shops who are selling these, like, fucking ceramics and, like, really (laughs) dumb figurines, China. Like, no one buys that shit. No one even goes into those stores, but because... They know because their husbands or something have a very profitable profitable business. The mayor or the the city planners just leave those stores there. Right. I feel and like so you like, have a lot of inherited yeah, stores as well their, too. Exactly. Like the zoning sucks are, here. Zoning, yeah. zoning um, like we don't even have a bookstore. Like our bookstores in Visalia are like Christian bookstores or Yikes. bookstores that yeah. have like only <laughs> romance indeed. novels or some shit like those yeah. shitty ass rom. And so I have to go to thrift stores to get books, you know? Wow. So you um, have to literally dig. Literally for... dig for shit or go to Fresno, which is 40 minutes out and think about That's how crazy. many people here either can't drive over there, don't have the time or the money or the gas to get to a place where they can like get either an affordable education, a higher education at that. Um, just get cultured food, and just get a like, different like they, outlook on the things. The city refused than... to open like a Trader Joe's here. They refused? They refused because the Save Mart that we have is supposed to be, like they're the, the highest brand of like, you know, grocery shop. I mean, that looked like a Super A. It's basically like a Ralph's or so, or like a Albertsons, I would say. Or oh, something, it makes you know? wonder that the politicians that's, don't really care for cultivating even, any sense no, of culture. Not at all. Or Over here, especially because it's so, anything. like I said, it's so individualistic that the big, the business owners here kind of create the culture and that, like, that, that's why we have so many Trump supporters over here. This district in general, like this whole ca- county, Central Valley, when you look on a map, the entire Californian state is blue, and this area is just a fucking blot of red because everyone here is insanely conservative. But you've really. painted such a great picture to illustrate that point. It's just like fast food, no place to get books, no place to get culture, just like little shops. You're just like, of course they feed into that Trump mentality. It's like a retirement community. Yeah, They're, ca- just they're like catering a to a retirement community. And it's like, no, dude, you have kids living here who are fucking going to school like... They need something better than that, you know? And I think that there are, like I was saying, there are niches for the, those types of community spaces that are becoming available. Like, for instance, they have a Fresno Zine Fest, you know, which, like, uh, they just finished their second year um, doing that, which is cool. Did I did have it a the booth? first year. Oh, okay. Um, but, yeah, it was, like, that's so fucking awesome. Like, I'm glad that th- that they're taking advantage of that because... People look to California as being a very progressive, very liberal state, right? And like we were saying, but they only look to SoCal and NorCal. That's it. We are – that's why I call the Central Valley the central void. It's not a valley. It's a void that people just drive through without even even noticing their surroundings. So you've lived here for almost like four years, right? Uh, Going on actually for five now. So what do you – what have – your, what's your experience been of like locals of your age? Like, what are they? What are their mentalities, political views, um, or like, how would you describe them? I think that a lot of people aren't are disengaged. Like, we have one of the lowest voter turnouts here, really? and the people who do vote usually have television, know exactly what's going on in their political arena, which tend to be middle to upper class wealth, uh, wealthy people, and. Um, the demographics for those voters too are mainly white. They're not like Latino, even though we have such a huge immigrant population here, 
a lot of them don't go out to vote because they don't either they don't know the candidates they don't know who is going to represent them so all they do is wait for the presidential election and then vote that way um but these last primaries that we just recently had uh karina was involved in a in a phone banking um kind of program within her the organization she works for and they got tons of people who wanted to come out and vote and like actually express like that need you know that they understand their civil right and they want to do it right they were also being like there's so many voter restrictions now that are in our communities that like some of these people were either told oh no you're like your name's not on, you know, the the register or I've had that happen in Montebello in to LA. Yeah, I've had that happen four separate occasions. See? I've gone and to vote on like uh, elections and midterms and I've shown up and it's like, "Oh, you have yourself registered for voting mail." And it's like, "I didn't receive a ballot." So then I was they like, "Okay, you, let did me they give you a provisional." Oh, uh, yeah, they gave me a provisional and then I was like, "Let me opt out." I've opted out three times. One I even went online and I was like, "Okay, let me make sure that it's going to be there." And I went just recently 2 weeks ago when we had the midterms uh-huh. and again I was just like, "Oh, we're going to have to put you back on a provisional because you're not showing up." And it's like, "I've already done this. Like, I've done my part. You guys are clearly just not doing anything." Jesus Christ. Cuz your name's Jawal. Maybe I mean, hey. Well, no, I mean that's not that crazy dude, either. Literally, right? there was no, there's seriously. been. Well, I don't. There's probably still doing this where they cross-reference your name with a fucking person who has a, the same name as you in a different state who has criminal activity. I don't think I'm gonna be and on then that you list. Can't vote <laughs> of that. No, I know that, but like for other like John yeah. Smith. Yeah. Your name is John Smith, and there's a John Smith in New York who committed a felony, so you can't vote now because you could be potentially How common related. is that that they do that? Dude, people? they do that a, a lot, but it's really? uh, it's mainly in the conservative. I mean, I can only imagine this is in so uh, Los Angeles of where course, we would... That, uh, that's why, but like those those elected officials there have just rolled back the, uh, the Voting Rights Act Didn't to they the just... point where they just keep putting more and more, like having a license with you, having identification with you. I feel like they just voted on that recently. Something passed where it was like pushing for voter suppression. It was yeah, some like all weird mandate that's, where just like, oh. It's so easy to do too. Because like, it's just paperwork. Karina was telling me that they were getting phone calls the day of our midterms uh, primaries here that people were saying like, we don't even know where our, they, they won't tell us like where the polling booth is. They're giving us wrong directions. Like, Dude, it's so childish how that like. Our immature motherfuckers, dude. I don't want to let them vote. I don't want them to have a piece of I wouldn't of the even pie. want to like, say childish. Don't tell, don't, tell, don't tell them where it's at. Like, that's sinister. That's not even ch- yeah, childish. Childish is a sense yeah, of playfulness. This is, a, this is but playing like with your right. They're just bullies. Right. They're like fucking bullies. And they don't... Oh, it's so disgusting that they would go through the lanes just to do... Because it's like they don't want to lose. That's it. I'm not going to lose this. This is mine, okay? Like, this isn't a fucking bag of marbles, you fucking idiot. Like, this is our livelihood. I mean, it's funny that we, like, criticize younger generations for, um, you know, not voting. And yet, you make it so... There's a complicated system. It's like, you're pushing us away. Of course nobody would want to do it if it's like, oh, yeah, your ballot's not here. Um, I don't know what to tell you. It's discouraging to Yeah, it's super discouraging. Like, that's going on. And look at this last in the 2016 elections. Like you saw the percentages of how many people just didn't vote. Yeah, it's insane. They didn't even go out there and vote. And like now, these people are saying, "Oh, it's fucking Jill Stein's fault. It's third party voters' fault." If you look, if you tallied all the third party voters who vote who ended up voting for either libertarians or Jill Stein, so small. 
if the guys who voted for Gary Johnson voted for Trump, he still would have be- beat Clinton, yeah. and he would have won the popular vote, yeah. which yeah. is sad. That's just sad. 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 Trump tweet. 2016, <laughs> sad. sad. Um, but I think that over here, there, like I was saying, there's a huge momentum to try and get shit moving, and like That's good. I want to yeah, be a you part guys of are, that. You guys have been very involved in yeah. getting a knowledge and awareness into these policies. Like I was telling you about on Friday... When we went to protest, uh, one of our he he's a representative of Kings County, which is uh, yeah. county over. His name is David Valadeo, and he's this Portuguese dairy motherfucker who like. It's um, a good way of breaking it down. He's a dairy boy. Like that's boy. all you need to know, dude. Like, and if you want to talk about the environment and shit and what's really fucking up, we were talking about how like the production of beef is the main culprit for fucking up our environment specifically in the central valley once you pass over that grapevine we're just shrouded in this mm. veil of heavy methane of brown heavy, gas toxic um <laughs> nacreous fucking clouds and shit it's disgusting it's really yeah. gross and you can and never build on that even if we wanted to cut back those cows like the damage is just it, it's done sustainable practices but these guys won't even invite environmentalists to the table to even talk about them. They literally shut them out. Like to get a, a, a table at that reservation that we were protesting at, you had to pay $150 just for a seat. Just to be there to like just voice to your be opinion. There. Just to be there. $500 for a VIP. Talk about suppression $2, right there. $1,800 for a table if you wanted to be there. For a whole table. And it's like, that's how you, that's how you shut people out, you know, like making it so impossible that they can't even pay for it, you know, and in their little banquet hall, they had their curtains all closed and you could see people peeking through them to look at us and be like, what are they protest? Like, I don't get what they're protesting. I think you bring up a very valid point where it's just like, you know, we think of these industries like the tobacco industry or like, you know, the arms dealers or or arm like weapon industry or whatever, but you don't think about the dairy industry as being so weaponized like that and just like so controlling and I mean, what they're doing to our state alone is just awful on so many levels on the environment, on animals, on everything. Environmental ISIS. That is, and yet yeah, they have, and you good. know, they yeah. don't have that image. They uh-huh. do not have that image of the. They're just looked at guys. as these people feeding us, providing your burgers. Yeah, just like oh, meats, a picture of steaks you love. You mm-hmm. know, you love those juicy yeah. steaks. Beef the, is what's for dinner. It's what's for dinner. Vine, Dude, people have the, stickers on oh, their the, cars. Like the here. happy cows That's come from that. California. It's like I doubt it. Nope, not no, at all. And it's sad that you like you you drive on the ninety nine up this freeway and you just look to your left and it's like a concentration cap of cows just like it's very sad yeah milling about you know but it, it, like you were saying it, they are such a huge you can't you would literally have to stop your entire way of life yeah in order to to change some of these things you know like we'd say goodbye to all your fast food restaurants like. If I'm okay with that though. I mean, I'm 100%, but I'm, the average American, and like what we're going back to saying, like, yeah, we would just that's just so, so many affordable households. for people to eat too. That's their yes, means of exactly. food. So if you cut back the dairy industry, you cut back, you someone cut back supply, someone's supply, too, yeah. someone's supply of food, someone's supply of jobs. It's yeah, fucked yeah, up. They really, true. 
entangled themselves in this web of like mm-hmm. they like even they made the us dependent with, on the same them. thing with the weapons industry like that's the reason why they would never dismantle that because weapons aren't built in like one area it comes piece from piece by piece in yeah. a bunch of different states and it's like you take that away you take all those jobs away that's you know just how it's painted. and it's, it, it, it's so easy to to work it that way where it's like no we need to keep building these arms we need to keep building these these weapons to sell to uh, fucking guerrilla factions to I mean, overthrow it's, governments. It's this capitalist uh, uh, structure that's just burrowed all itself into all of us as Americans and our culture and our work environment, everything. You can't really go against it because it's just, it's part of it. You know it's, what I mean? Yep. And uh, that's why recently they also had two, they tried to do two resolutions on the California Values Act which is also known as SB 54 or the Sanctuary City Bill. Uh-huh. Um, Orange County tried to do that. A few other cities along the coast, uh, Tulare County and um, a city near Tulare County called um, Porterville. They all had meetings where they wanted to propose a resolution to opt out of the Sanctuary City Bill and basically work alongside ICE and the Department of Homeland Security to give them information for this. Why don't people want to be nice to each other? What information is wrong for with people? Because it's that fear of the other that's yeah, just is. always going to be fostered, nat- like even just inbred in us. Don't they get that these people, by doing this, are creating the, uh, their own fear of the other? Like Immigrant families are going to be so scared coming in this I know. country, knowing it's, that there's... This organization trying to hunt them down, like exactly. Well, they're I, they're Gestapo. On. Like, I mean, it, it, the fact that they're rounding fucking people up at their workplaces, at schools, at fucking at their homes. Like, it's they disgusting. Can't even be civil about it's it. absolutely terrible to see. And like, that's why here when they tried to propose those resolutions, like you fucking better believe, like the community rose up in arms and, and demanded them like, don't do this. This is going to create fear and anxiety in your communities. Why would you want to? So the one in Porterville didn't pass the one here in Tulare County with the board of supervisors did pass. It was a three to to one vote to do, to to get rid of it, to get rid of it. And a hundred or more people spoke up to say, don't do this. Only three people there were for it. And they weren't even there. They don't even live in this county, they, they were from up to, north. What was that guy? You were That's sh- the guy the I was guy telling you about. What so was his name? there's uh, this gentleman was... who was at this resolution. Um, he he is paid for by the GOP to basically go around to different cities who are holding these resolutions, and he just promotes ICE or he promotes the Department of Homeland Security and goes on Facebook Live to try and make it seem that, like, um, look at what they're doing to your communities. They're trying to let more immigrants in and stuff. And he is really effective at it, which is just... It's really creepy because he knows knows exactly what he's doing. um, And he's able to monopolize it, monopolize on it in a way that... um, That creates a fear, that creates... um, that promotes like the eyes and, cre- and promotes them as like a as like a 
the heroes in our community. Yes, as like protectors, sh- protectors, you know, yeah. guardians of the of the the, the I don't know, guardians of the civil underground. We're protecting your rights the, as Americans. We should probably use him as a thumbnail and paint this asshole out. Yeah, I'll, I'll put him in in he the. He um, looks fucking so sinister, and his regular picture just smiling, like always, yes. just so gleeful to just be taking down these families. And, and he was wearing an ice hat lives. there, like he was wearing an ice hat. Making Jesus. it seem like, and he at one point turned it backwards so everybody behind him could see because he was literally sitting in the front row. And when he got up to speak, dude, he was he had a Facebook Live while he got gave his public comment. Yeah, like, I don't know trolls. why these people don't kick these kick this guy out. He's actively promoting the the deportation of of humans, and he like. Was calling people out at the Spickle. end once the resolution was passed. He was calling people out afterwards, like, "Oh, you guys are all illegals here. You guys are all illegals. You're gonna get kicked out. This is my country." Like, does that it's guy like, go home? F- that guy's just a troll. Honestly, uh, you, no, they they are trolls, but they believe it to the point where they can they use it, and they I don't know. Maybe they know they're wrong. I, can, I don't know. Here's what the thing, they do, though. What they like, want it's so hard to to tell. If they know they're wrong or what not. What they want to do is piss you off, and then the moment you're angry and riled up, that's when they start their little live videos. And it's like, look what I'm dealing with. And it's like, oh, I'm the victim. Oh, look at me. See, I'm fighting for you guys. It's just, it's all a little story that they're cultivating in their little Instagram or social media pages. It's like, piss them off, don't record that, and then go live once you've angered somebody. Once they get angry, because yeah. it's like, oh, look at how much I got them mad, you know? Yeah, and then they I'm get. Oh, sure, you're gonna get him mad. What does that prove to him? I know exactly. And then, to get people mad, you're telling them to fucking split up families and shit. Exactly, and it's like, and then what it the just fuck? validates him because, like, when people get in his face, he's like, "Look at them. They're not like they can't take you know criticism or they can't take my words of free speech." And it's like, dude, that's not. When it comes to that you're point, you're attacking people on a personal level. That's not free speech. Yeah, like, that's just. I'm fuck. sorry. Like you are promoting. That's still. That's a promotion of violence. Of like. Yeah. Of 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 um, of displacement. You know, like th- that to me is just promoting like concentration camps. That's it. You're yeah. you are a conspirator. I yeah. think what's interesting is that they built this platform on fear and like, oh, you know, you don't want these people coming into your country and fucking them up. But I think, and this might be a bit off topic, but I think that it's, it's crazy that you take these children away, you put, make them fear like their livelihood. What's to say you're not pushing them so far up against the wall that years now they, why not resort to crime? It's like they've never been accepted. Oh, no, it's so a of cycle. Course. Yeah, of So course. it's just like you're creating your future problem. And then years exactly. from now, so just like, look at this. They've joined gangs. And them. it's like, well, you started this. You yeah. pushed them to that situation. So I found, I found the gentleman. Families living in poverty who are forced to commit crimes because they're not giving the resources or the help yeah exactly it's like you never accepted me so why not commit crime it's not like you're gonna change your mind about me it's like you're still when i was trying to be good yeah Yeah, exactly when i was trying to fit in you didn't like me so i pushed against you and that's it and you know there you go 10 years from now it's like look at all the crime rates and all the gangs it's like you've You've separated families. You've destroyed their lives. Yeah. What other option did you give them? So I found the gentleman. Ooh, what's his name? His name is Ben Bergquam, and this is his picture. Uh, let's uh, let's spell that last name. B e r g q u a m. That's a real, real American. Troll man. this motherfucker because these are the type of people who can ex. They benefit from the exploitation of these brown bodies and these fucking, you know. 
uh, the, the people who end up getting deported are like they, these guys like to treat them as if they're like these imbeciles that are coming over not doing anything you know this new pics hashtag new pics thanks to my friends look at his look at this ice hat Ooh, this is an ice bro this guy's wearing an ice hat this <laughs> guy is uh, ice bro dude make he america is, great again the definition i'm i i can see this guy as someone who tried to get and into this, the police force and, and this guy I, I remember looking at him he has a He's one of these. Oh, my wife is an immigrant, but she got yes, it the right. She got way. in the right. She way. got in she the, did right, it the way. right way. You're, You're like, not doing it the right way, and it's like motherfucker. That's just such a long, drawn it's out such process. A long it's process. so expensive. It's so it takes years. And not to mention, bitch, like you're white. Don't you think that's going to give her more of an advantage? Yeah, motherfucker. It's like, fuck. Like all these brown, these brown bodies coming in, ain't trying to wife up some white people so that they can get in. I mean. God damn. This guy This guy is 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 an awful human being and he he benefits from this from being complicit in exploiting the deportation of families and he a, needs to get trolled. Oh, he's a Rush Fl- Limbaugh fan. Okay, there you go. With all you need to do. restore USA identity. One nation under God. Exposing the left and mobilizing the Christian conservative right. Mega what hashtag. is? Uh, how can you be a Christian and a conservative? That I I don't get that because these Christian values that they s- claim to uphold they don't at all. They're such fucking liars and bigots. They're the biggest hypocrites of all. I mean, dude, the golden rule: do as do, do unto, unto others, others as they, they would have, have done, done unto you. you. And they literally break that every, every single, day. They think it's just the opposite. And just yeah. do what is good for me, fuck others. Yeah. Like, so that means do whatever I want. It's a selective, very selective, selective mentality yeah. going on. Very selective on. readings, too. Yeah, just of like, like the entire. The Bible is a whole parable for being respectful to each other. Yeah. Because what happens if you don't? It's just. Fire and fury, as our as our good Lord President said. No, you should take everything <laughs> extremely literal. All right, Jesus. you don't get it. Literal to the literal. extreme, and I mean that just you know, in in a in such a bleak time that I am explaining with like you know the the to Larry County specifically and what we have to deal with. I mean. I would. It's such. It's so bleak, but there are rays of light out there, and I think one of them has to be definitely a shout out to uh, our Bronx Queen and Bronx queen. new Congresswoman Alexandria Ocasio Cortez. Congratulations! And, that's empowerment. That's wonderful. Honestly, in light of all the things that we've been talking about these five episodes, cue it's Cardi so B great. music. Cue the Cardi B music. Oh. Oh, crap. <laughs> and the, the fact representing the uh, 14th congressional district of new york um democratic socialists um she is she is running a very she ran a very tight very well organized and orchestrated campaign that was very ground level grassroots yeah um she, she put a picture up of her shoes that literally she was like i i wore these when i went out to do like you know, door to door campaigning kind yeah. of deal. They were like had holes in them. Her soles were just like fucking ruined. They were they were torn up, watered down and shit. And like that just comes to prove how much work she actually put into this. Whereas yeah. her opponent, uh, Joe Crowley, who got fucking mopped on the floor with just molly whopped the fuck over. He um 
he just spent money. That's yeah. all he did. He thought he, he could stuck to what thought was gonna been. Uh, he thought he could sit comfortably, not even living in that district. He lives in fucking Virginia or something. He doesn't even live there, and he's and he's saying, "I'm gonna represent you." Why did he want to do that? Is he from there? He's from there, but he doesn't actually live there. No, oh, that's bullshit. When people were, I used to, I was born and raised here. I was born and raised here. I know these. Like thirty years ago, like, exactly. Shit's changed, dog. Like what the. F- <laughs> And she was a she was a Bronx she was from the Bronx she's so from she, the Bronx she, she grew knows. up there she was yeah. a bartender before she got uh, before she was nominated damn like that that she and and people want to paint her now as like especially like the media who ignored her for so long and now they want to act like this is what we need to do this is how we fight and it's like where the fuck were you dude you ignored her this whole the time because time. you want to talk about Russia. And now that you come here, it's like, now that you come back, you're like, oh, th- this is a, this is how we win right here, her. And they just want to use her platform. Now they can just use that platform to try and elect the same individuals who might not have the same uh, campaign as her, like g- running on... Um, on the on the uh on like healthcare for all on abolishing ice on um a minimum wage a standard minimum wage like Jesus it, Christ. it definitely reminds me of the that hillary clinton mentality of like oh you guys like that okay well yeah i'm about that too like let's just get that you know like, oh you like that who's pandering. gonna pay for it yeah it's a pandering you never heard mentality. of taxpayers the fuck like and, Use the taxpayer money for something good, and that's how the right—the right loves using the tax as like a, like you don't want that on Such your a tax. Trigger word, They're yeah. just trying to tax you more, and it's like motherfucker. Most of my check goes to the military anyway. Right. Why aren't you talking about that? It's pretty funny because it's like, well, we need to be safe, and it's like we have from who? Nobody is close to our military spending budget. It's like what four hundred and something billion dollars. The closest competitor might be like Russia or China, and they're at like a hundred and fifteen. Yes. So we're doubled. If you doubled. combined all the superpowers that aren't us and combine their military budget, it still wouldn't beat us. And we're still claiming we're not safe. And Hashtag we're, MAGA. We're still Hashtag claim, MAGA. We're still claiming like there are fucking gang members running around and says like the purge is going on every day. They really make it like the purge is happening. Yes. Country, or the purge is going to happen. Exactly. It's in, they're fucking psychopaths, man, Dude. who like don't get out. They don't see the world at all, and it's like they only see it through this very tiny box of Fox News. Because it, it, it is Fox especially. News at the end of the day. Jesus Christ, those guys are insane. They are state oh, propaganda, straight such up. Such a huge propaganda wing, and like I recently saw, I was watching like a compilation on YouTube of like uh, Fox News analysts getting owned or something by like smarter people. It's it's so funny to well, watch these guys just throw like, a link. I literally have nothing to say. Or they're always like, okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, we're going to go to commercial now. I just saw a screenshot saying that, um, oh, Fox News is the only one who's going to be uh, broadcasting this Trump rally. We have the exclusive ones. And it's like, that's propaganda. It's like the president has said that he only watches your news. The anchors look at the tv like they look at the cameras now it's like don't listen to them trump it's fake news yeah, and really now talks, you're now you're like you're getting the exclusive story that is what state propaganda they is like, they, straight he's up. their savior like he is going to hold and retain this this uh sort of authority and power that they've never had and somehow they'll it'll trickle down on them the it, the the 
speckles of piss from his limp penis will fall onto yes. their heads and anoint them yes. in this uh, authoritarian <laughs> rule. I don't know. They're crazy, dude. They're literally crazy. The NRA afterwards came out with this video about Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez saying, like, we, now is the time. We need to take control. Socialism is coming. Like, Why are they so fucking afraid of socialism? They literally are just a. F- I don't even people dude, are already af- know. People already are afraid of things. They're already running on a campaign of fear. And you shit. know, it's the, it's the spillover just- of, like, the Red Scare that we went through the 50s. It's this whole idea that 60s. we bred, or 60s, that we bred this mentality of, like, Russia, bad, communism, mm-hmm. bad, socialism, bad. So now they're considered enemy, yeah. bad words, and a lot of people still have that they're like taboo. mentality of like, oh no no, this isn't what we we're about. So this must the be the thing bad. is, it's mainly mainly the geriatrics. Like a lot of, I like the socialism. The word socialism between our generation isn't as taboo. Like a lot of us know the word. We know that it's a good thing, and we know that like most of our generation want healthcare for people. Most of our generation want to see people living at a standard minimum wage. Like. We don't want to see us like fucking dying from illnesses that we can't control, or you know. Well, it's funny like you mentioned that. that Ben guy, uh, Ben Bergstrom, Ben Barquam, Barquam, or what? I don't care, honestly. So, anyways, in one of his posts, it's just like, oh, look at the leftists. It's like you've pushed out jobs, and now you we have automated systems at McDonald's, and it's like you're still gonna eat there, so you're also promoting that problem as well. Do you exactly. not like? realize that irony than that well, i'm still gonna support this business and it's like they're it's so fault, immersed though. in iron irony that they can't see it's like they don't know what irony it's like is the fish it's like that story of the fish talking to the other fish asking how their day is and they're like oh how's the water and then the fish is like what's water yeah okay that's true right <laughs> it's exactly what it is like right there in front of their face and like oh what oh, that? that's the stand-up hour <laughs> Yikes, yeah. but I mean, but shout outs to her because she did it and she's fucking, she's going to own that shit. Yeah, so, definition so of grassroots hard. really working. And that's going to, seeing that, she's she's already been a symbol for other launch pads for um, more candidates, more, you know. Yeah, she's great. definitely going to start. A, well, I mean, Bernie may have started the ripple effect, but she's the like the first successful person the to like gotta, execute. I mean, Bernie is, is, has been coming out on some questionable um lines recently on his social media ig he need to be accountable for like what like he he hasn't come out fully with like abolishing eyes and i think that like has he said anything though that is he of course he doesn't agree with it but i think that like i feel like that's the easiest platform to come out on you know yeah because it's not it's not unrealistic to do right the department of homeland security was established under George W. Bush, it's they've they've only been around for like a decade or so, right? And that would be the easiest thing and the most effective if you really want to stop this shit. You know, come out on a platform like that. You know, mm-hmm. hold Bernie her, and people are holding him accountable. Yeah, he's not supporting the abolishment of ICE. Exactly, that's what I'm saying, and I yeah. think that he he should come out on a campaign of that because. People are really looking to him for the next 2020 election. But I think this is a good time to uh, mention the facts. Like, you know, these politicians, even the ones we agree with the most, we can't always expect to agree with them on everything. So, of, But you know we can I mean? hold them accountable. Yeah, That's definitely the hold them accountable. And, and let's hope that he like, Bernie responds. is very much accountable to his base. And I think he, know, I think he sees that and he recognizes that, uh, which is more than I can say for any other fucking politician. 
Oh yeah, look at that people face. Were of Trump saying, Mike, next door. People were saying we need to be the party of Bloomberg or the party of Orgasio. Oh god. What the fuck is Bloomberg going to do for us? Pretty much help the private sectors more. It, that's it. The business sector. Yeah. Yeah, that's what it is. I mean, it's just like they're going to keep it in the family is their mentality. They we really do have like this mafia-esque Dude, they love to think of themselves as like these OG mafia gangsters or like... uh, The scratch my back, I'll scratch your back mentality for sure. They're like the good fellas. They like to think they're in in a Martin Scorsese film. Yeah. Except instead of walking through a little restaurant, you're walking through an internment camp for children, basically. (laughs) Through a concentration camp for babies. Oh, my God. That's tough times. How can you even... You can't even joke about that. No. Uh, One joke I did see about it that I thought was pretty funny is like... Uh, death camp for cuties. <laughs> oh no, <laughs> that's awful. Of course, but he, the guy was like, "I'm a comedian. This is the only way I can cope with this shit." <laughs> I understand that. I know. I get that feeling of and like sometimes to you gotta make is, that uh, joke. This guy's name is uh, Jake Flores. I don't know if you heard about that story, but he was the one who made the joke yeah, yeah, on talk- Mardi Gras about um, about, about killing an ice shooting ice agents about cultural appropriation you can do cultural appropriation if you kill ice agents yeah so Dang. it's like you kill one ice agent you can wear a mariachi hat they fucking came to there his house for that, one for they, one and so, okay, they came in they came down on him though for making the those department jokes. of homeland security literally, literally nine hours door. after he tweeted that not came to his house and fucking like in like literally and three agents invaded his home to knocked on his investigate door. and interrogate him. That just happened this week because some comedian like actually managed to reach Trump impersonating some politician. But he was like, I didn't do anything magical. I just like who kept was, waiting online. Here, uh, I, I think I Rogan it. no or it, Insider Drop. Uh, it, it, shout it, out Inside to Insider Drop. Drop on the Instagram for posting that um, story. It was what's his name, jo- John Melendez, pretending to be a U.S. <laughs> Democratic senator <laughs> and, and discuss totally his zero tolerance like, yeah, mm-hmm. policy and Supreme Court pick. <laughs> so what did he do? So he's a ba- he's a comedian best known for his time on the Howard Stern show. He basically reached Trump President on, like, Trump Air Force on One Wednesday. while he was in the plane, and he actually connected with him by waiting like three hours through a series. Like he can he like called a local politician that transferred him to something else to another thing, and he eventually reached Trump. And he was like, "This is fucking scary. I'm a comedian, and I could do this." So you can imagine what like <laughs> it says right here: Melendez, who President Trump believed to be Democratic U.S. Senator Bob Menendez from New Jersey, Great. urged Trump to not pick a conservative. I'd like to do the larger solution rather than the smaller solution. They're doing them. They're doing them step by step. We can do the whole thing. Trump said on immigration. That sounds about right. It just sounds like his brain. This what? brash like. Generalism. I'd like to do the large solution rather than the smaller solution they're doing them step by step we can do the whole thing you know what that is that's a non-answer that's vagueness and like at all there's no answer that didn't establish anything that's not like what i'm about what i'm trying to accomplish nothing it was just like that's trump dude that's empty talk empty talk is trump's people like it people like just hearing things that Sound oh, like they're gonna change. Some oh, he sound. He said the word good and best and step by step. So this must be like good and the best. Eesh. Make America oh, great yeah. again. That's <gasps> hilarious. And it's, I think he got the Secret Service at his house. He did. Like three to nine hours later, they were showed up right at his door, ready to like talk to him. Really? Which is hilarious. That's scary. Fuck um, yeah! It's fucking frightening as fuck. We're probably listening to this podcast. Right oh, now. who gives a fuck, dude? They don't care. Not. Um, not Caesar Earhart, I heard you're part of the <laughs> not, ISIS not. Uh, level terrorist group. Can I be a baller too? <laughs> no, you cannot be a baller. You can ball your ass out of here. 
You can't ball up. You're but, not allowed. Uh, but yeah, I think that um, these fucking fools that are just like fools, you know, who who are just making light of the situation in a way that's like you know that's easy to deal with, but it also you know makes fun of these people. It 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 creates some sort of awareness about it. And it's something that we can laugh at. And then these people treat it as if it's fucking violence on them. And, like, literally a, a woman tweeted to that comedian, Jake Flores, after, like, how dare you say this, you know, about killing ICE agents? Like, you'd be ripping apart fathers from their families. And it's like... Uh, oh, that's what you're fucking God, doing you now. Idiot. <laughs> Dude, I don't get it, man. Again, people no just, sense of irony. No, no sense or of irony. Too, or like I said, they're just so immersed in it, they can't even see it anymore. Irony has become our way, our, our bread and butter. You think so? I kind of, I think we're drowning in it. To the drowning point where it's in like, irony? Yeah, because like... I don't even think like, we know like, what the meaning of it is I don't anymore. Know. I think it's broken our brain. Like, irony has broken our brain, so it's like, shit that happens that shouldn't happen now is just ironic yeah it's just looked at as irony because it's like well it's just so past our scope of comprehension that we just think that that's just like oh that's just normal i guess or like that's just how it is i guess, I guess it is very normalized when you think about it <laughs> it is yeah irony is normalized and so we tend to think of these situations as yeah, like irony is no, irony is dead. You know, it's hard to comment on it anymore without being like either. Everything s- is just taken so extreme, and everything is just so questionable that that's really happening. Like, it is actually happening. So it's Some hard people- to tell what is being done for the sake of irony or what is just being done because this is what people actually believe. And this can't be real. No, what? that's the but dude. That's, that's fucking Star Wars. <laughs> what is it? The first uh, pictures of the new uh, Space Force oh, by Trump. I love, be, uh, I love this. The Clone account. Wars. Rogue Squadron. What, Rogue Squadron Dream? I think or something like Squadron <laughs> One. Something like it's that. About Battlefield. That, like, the homie. Space Force thing. Space is the place. I think Sunra is president now. Space is the place. We got literally, a Space Force coming. He literally said that. Space is the place, guys. It sounds like a Power Ranger. Yo, we're going thing. to space. Power Rangers. Space Force. Space, good. <laughs> it's um, pretty astounding to talk about this stuff and not think like that we're drown that we're not drowning in irony, you know? Yeah, because it's just so comedic. It just doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. I'm so it I'm always really flabbergasted every day. I'm just like, yeah, it definitely huh, is a week. Where it's man. like, wow, <laughs> again, really? here we go. Here we just, go. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I don't even like. Like, my mom will be like, can you believe what this what fucking Trump said? He's a fucking idiot. And I'm like, yeah. Really? You yeah. can't believe that now? Yeah, but it's now like I'm it's just been like, three years yeah, of this. And not only that, like, other okay, cool. fucking uh, elected officials have been saying way worse shit or doing worse shit. And enacting more shit. And yeah. actually know what they're and they doing. And they never get called out. Never. Henry Kissinger? Yeah. Literally fucking destroyed, massacred Cambodia. And fucking Vietnam. No one talks, no one about, talks that. about that ever. And this guy just gets speaking engagements at Harvard or some shit. Like he can live Fuck out his him. life comfortably. David Frum, the axis of evil, mm-hmm. fucking um, uh, George W. Bush, Dick Cheney, all well, he's these cool motherfuckers. Now, though. He's kind of like he was. Cool. He's cool because he doesn't like Trump. 
Oh. oh, did you see him? He's he's like a cute, dorky grandpa now. Oh, that's what they said about George W. Bush. Yes, uh, that's like, exactly what, what six, six months ago, at he was the going election. to... At, yeah. at Donald Trump's election, because yeah, he looked like a fucking fumbling idiot trying to put on a raincoat. Or that's he said something along the lines of, like, Trump's a bad guy. It's like, you're a piece of shit. <laughs> don't ever forget that. Don't ever hey, you know, get Trump, that lost on he's you. He's a bad guy. I, I don't like... Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's not like I just started an enormous war with, like, for no reason. Literally and we're still living shattered, through Shattered. Shattered. Like, we talked, this was what our first episode was on. The fact yeah. that, like, that was a shattering event that, that was broke event. the pseyche of every, like, we're, those ramifications, especially, like, the still Patriot Act, yeah. surveillance has increased because of that. Well, yeah, you, you saw it take place right now with Jake Flores and yes, uh, that exactly. other guy. They. Found to zeroed in on him, found his information, found his data so And he quickly. even told them, why are you coming? Why aren't you at Alex Jones's house? Yeah, well, that, that guy always incites violence. Yeah. Literally, he tells his, his viewers, go out there, go out there and be American patriots. You got to take down the globalists. You got to take down the journalists. I want you to shoot them in the streets, burn their houses down, kidnap their families. I don't no, care I'm what you do. do that. But we need no, to- I'm not saying I advocate for that. I'm just saying it might be a good idea if you think about it. Uh, like we said, it's chance. really just selective, you know. Very selective, very selective interpretations. Re- it, it, but like we were talking about yesterday too, it's all subjective. Like our all of our ideology, all of our viewpoints. It's yeah, yes, very yeah. subjective. But we also have an objective world view of what Was you know. A lot wrong. of us think should be good for the world, you know, and yeah. our environment. Totally, like this little kitty I'm looking at right here in front of me. Lil Wayne. Lil Cat Wayne. Lil Wayne. He's good for the environment. Hey, Wayne. If people just treated people like they treat cats. Like they treat, yeah, or puppies. Or puppies, everyone would be a lot happier. Oh, they totally would. And and yet, that will never happen. Like like we were saying yesterday, world peace is such a, at this point, it's kind of illogical because like it's never been it was never accomplished it was never never even been a question uh, on the table and it's not about one of the most righteous right i say righteous with your beers just exploded (laughs) and himself dumping oh what are you doing stop just letting it go start drinking it dude oh my god we're gonna take a pause (laughs) we're gonna pause this moment so baby caesar uh (laughs) spilled his drink all over himself i don't know how to drink and uh Fucked up the flow of things per usual. God, God just kidding. <laughs> so sorry. So sorry. Are you? Are you? Are you nice and dry? Yeah, I'm okay now. Are I kind of okay? regret opening that, that beer. beer. Was is very fizzy. Too fizzy, what and is, I think that's why that it was thing? for free. If you know what I mean. They just don't like it. They made it like shit. Or they like shook it up beforehand. They I don't put know. too much fizz. In too there. much fizzle. All fizzle, um, no buzz. Uh, what were we talking about? Pre- oh, about this doofus, about the doofy George W. Bush. We were actually talking about... Uh, Alex Jones and inciting violence. Oh, just about the fact that, like, yeah, the surveillance system and stuff has increased and just, like, the ramifications of these people. And basically how peace was never really going to be a, an a question. And it's, it's yeah. true. Let's have a real look that it's never been accomplished. Not to be cynical or anything either, because I think this goal of every generation to should be to improve and yeah. leave the world better than how you then inherited they found it. it. Exactly. So I don't think that it's something we should just give up on. I just don't think that it's ever going to happen. I mean, we're never going to have 100% peace. Yeah, it's just not. not in our nature. We yeah. are always going to have this. And it kept us alive for so long. It's like, why would we get rid of this? You know yeah. what I mean? 
No one, so, no one, no one believes that peace is going to be the. I think resolution. I like to believe into this realistic optimism. Where it's like I want to believe in, but I, in we the can best, strive for it. We can strive for it and never lose sight well, of it. I mean, we could strive for it in our own communities, like sure. we're saying. Like yeah, the most parts that you can people. strive for in the in the in regards of like. You know, healthcare for all, minimum wage standard living, uh, workers' yes. rights, union yes. rights. Like, yes. all of those things are ways to just build peace. Preach. With your own communities, with your own cities and states. Like, mm. don't do it. You don't need to do. You don't need, a, you don't need a to save the global expansion of it. You don't need to save the world. Yeah. I mean, as long as you keep it in, like, if you get Why clean do? water for your community, that's a win. That made exactly a world of difference for so many people. So, and we've been, we anyone. have small wins, of course, but it's like, we need those big. We really need those big ones too. We and got that's one why in the Bronx. So great that we got this congresswoman now, and like shout out oh, Brown oh, Queen. And, and there's a, a lot of other uh, people who have been nominated. Who are also on the ticket too? A lot of them are from New York, though. We need to get some people over here, man. What do you guys think of that uh, whole ballot measure that's going to make it in November about splitting California into three segments? Because we uh, were just talking about weird. this, and I don't know. who had that little number about splitting California into seven different sections? There was a Chapo episode about it. Who was that talking about? That? I don't. He wrote a book he on a book like democratic strategies. Yeah, and how California could be economically viable if it was split into. It seven could. Things. I think um, seven is a bit of. But like we're big, talking, though. you know, it like is California big, is huge, huge, dude. and each economy is attributed to something different. Like yeah. LA's yeah. economy is different from Central Valley's economy, 100%. Same with even the Bay, San Francisco, the, the Bay. Bay yeah. yeah. So that's why I was saying we mentioned this earlier about this whole mentality of we think of California as the Bay, NorCal, mm-hmm. SoCal is LASD, and then you have this mid chunk, or actually the Central sizable, Valley the chunk, Central yeah. Valley, the or sizable San Joaquin Valley. And it makes you think maybe maybe there is some merit into this idea of three three parts. True. The thing is, we don't have a maj- if you if you split us off and we become like our own like rogue kind of state, we're gonna get swamped by the the right. Yo, for sure. It's and already think, like you guys are already swamped by it. Exactly. And like if we split off to where we only we have like our own, you know, governor and our state government. I oh, personally think it's, it's not a good worst. idea because you open this vulnerability to so much influence. And I mean, I exactly. Yeah, no, I just think California it's too problematic. Huge, it's such a huge state, dude. Like, yeah. are you going to? Well, anyway, there's there's also another ballot measure that I was seeing because um, right now. And I mean, if people look out like because there is ice out of uh, Los Angeles right now or Occupy Ice LA. Yeah. Uh, and they're camped out there. And been right where the ICE headquarters are, yeah. um, some of our, our companions, our comrades, um, you know, look out for that. Because if there's rallies for that, please go you know, check them out. I think it's definitely got a strong against ICE community in Los Angeles. Because, I mean, even if you look at, like, local artists, I feel like if I drive on the 10 freeway or uh-huh. the 5 freeway or even the, yeah, both there's of always them. always no ICE There's, like, everywhere. no ICE signs hung up everywhere. around but the freeway. But Jeff Session was there. He was there Ooh. on Friday. I, yeah, I mean, you him. can't stop those Thursday guys from Friday, like coming I, I, to try Thursday or Friday, I can't remember. But yeah, he was there. He went and he went to go talk about these, like, about immigration reform in Los Angeles with fucking Garcetti, dude. Garcetti was arresting uh, priests and pastors who had blocked Spring Street in Los Angeles in downtown. And they want, like, their whole mission was like, you know, abolish ICE and 
Garcetti ended up sending. He wants to be complicit with. Of course know, he does, because he wants to run security. for president. So he's just he making. A, uh, but friends. this honestly is going to co- it's going to cost him big. T- like he's not going to get it at all, dude. Not at all. I hope Garcetti fails Fuck miserably. Him, dude. I fuck, fuck that Eric guy. Garcetti. He is complicit in this just as well, and like. Um, he's an opportunist or what opportunist I meant is that and like as there a was a bill in LA now that's going to be passed on the next ballot to create a public bank for Los Angeles public bank yes in so which, to move away from private banks exactly well you know we actually we so what is that like so that's going to, so when you have a private bank you usually have private banks have to pay fees that the you know the the uh, customers usually have to pick up on that tab to these like shareholders of the bank itself and they get to pocket this money it doesn't go back into the infrastructure for your cities through these banking systems and through a public bank you can assure that they're held accountable to the community who invest in that so they get to decide where that money gets used and where it gets distributed mm-hmm. um it's a really bold move uh, that that LA is going to be undertaking. They just actually had a rally on Friday, uh, June 29th. So they're very active trying to push this into City Hall. Um, the public bank? Yeah. If you were really trying to well, find Well, they just out- had the City Hall, and they that's what I'm saying. They approved it to, to be put on the ballot, to the measure to be put on the ballot. And um, it's going to it's going to increase a lot of... A lot of um, Leeways for you know the community to get uh, loans at an easier rate with less like uh, what do you call it less um, um, not deductibles what is it? LA has recently pushed a lot for like divesting from major banks. So we just actually got and it also Wells creates Fargo, an like eight hundred banks closed. It also really? creates an yeah. advantage to like create a like a more gr- a greener economy too. You know like people don't realize that. LA needs to, they contribute to a lot of that uh, environmental pollution as well. Yeah. If you feel incentivized to like look into this more in Los Angeles County, I highly recommend checking out revolution.la Revolution. on sorry, Instagram, revolution.la. They're on Instagram and uh, Twitter. They're very, very like grassroots movements. And I think they've, they're pushing for some of the, the most progressive stances, especially like in That's our county. Good. Yeah. So shout out to them and also divest LA because, you know, these major banks are just. So let me. They're, they take uh, control. So the, the public bank LA released a uh, statement after the city hall resolution. And uh, it says right here um, the Los Angeles City Council approved on, Je- on June 29, 2018, a resolution for a measure that will appear on the November 6, 2018 ballot, giving Los Angeles voters the power to authorize the formation of a, mu- of a municipal bank under Section 104G of the city charter. And the passing resolution was praised by public banking advocacy, advocacy group, Public Bank LA organizer Trinity Tran states, Los Angeles is now the leading force in the national movement for local control of public dollars. This November, voters will have a chance to voice their support for a publicly owned democratically governed bank that invests in Los Angeles, not Wall Street. This is an this is an historic opportunity to take back our monetary power to invest in the long term health of our communities. Sounds good. That sounds sign me up. Yeah, hell yeah. Sign me the fuck up. And I I love that like like I'm saying, we've been we've been saying like look out for these 
you know, for these things. Look out for these measures on your on your ballots. You know, really stay awake to that initiative to create a more sustainable future. Yeah. Um, actually, no. you know what? We're, while no. we're on this, we've talked about this quite a bit on our past episodes. So let's get into like, what are some Twitter handles or Instagram pages that you think promote that? Because let's face it, a lot of the listeners want to connect on that social media platform. Yeah, I think it's it is beneficial to our listeners to tell other like news outlets that are promoting these. Because we can tell them to connect, but let's give True. them actual Definitely. like outlets. So like I said, um, Revolution, LA, yeah, Divest I LA. think another uh, one that we big were big on Splinter. Splinter is a great news outlet that is uh, they're obviously and I think Jorge Ramos and you can follow them is a on Twitter? Uh, subsidiary of that. You can follow them on Twitter, but you can also just go to their website. They're actually a news publication uh, strictly digital. Uh, they might. They have they a lot of different types of media, but I think it is digital content for the most. part. But they part. do post actively on Twitter. Um, Splinter is probably what my been my favorite news source right now. And they're very current. Yeah, I've really um, gone back on Twitter again. They they have a lot of information on what's going on right at the moment that it occurs. Uh, so they're really great for that type of activity. Um, and they kind of take a little bit of a comedic look on it. They don't really take it as. Serious. Pushing an ideal down your throat and oh, t- okay. pointing out assholes. They do a funny job of like, I'm just on their Twitter right now. And it's a picture of Jeff, Jeff Sessions. And it says, look at this smug fucking asshole. So <laughs> just to kind of get an insight of the way they're Hell yeah. presenting their materials. Pretty funny. Bitch um, McConnell right here. Oh, excuse me. It was Mitch McConnell. Bitch McConnell. <laughs> I think some um, other uh, really good people like, um, or even like, you know, uh, like a podcast that we listen to, who's also some of their members are from Los Angeles. A uh, really great one is Struggle, Struggle Session. Sessions is a good leftist, uh, uh, good leftist podcast uh, from Los Angeles. So they speak on a lot of local issues, especially about the entertainment of the entertainment industry, exactly, and the gaming industry too. Yeah, um, there are great left leaning podcasts that really gets into the idea of, of this immersion between pop culture and like politics. Totes. Um, and some of their two of their members are even involved in the Occupy Ice LA. So yeah. they'll Jonathan be Daniel at those. Brown, pro- he's been a big advocate for occupying ice and or abolishing ice. Abolishing ice, but he's been uh, he's been there, you know, active out in the streets. Exactly, so that's good. That's great. Good and um, that. I think, and for me, I guess some news publications that I usually f- I I like to read a lot of like different types of articles. Maybe some like or you like to read articles or like critical theory, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I like to read articles. I like to. I would you know, I'm pretty cool. I would assume you would. I found you it know, on I'm pretty smart. I read our articles. I'm pretty smart. I actually just read. Um, no, I, I think a good publication is uh, Baffler, The Baffler, and Jacobin. Uh, uh-huh. The Baffler, they're both extremely left leaning, and a lot of it delves into uh, critical theory more so. Uh, and like we were talking about yesterday, I think the critical theory aspect of it gives us an advantage to view a different perspective on certain issues that we may have never thought of before. Yeah. Uh, and they're really great in terms of breaking down certain structures that, uh, especially corporate structures that we don't tend to think of uh, in terms of like how it runs our lives in mm-hmm. a certain sense. Uh, yeah. So Jacobin and the Baffler, definitely look them up. Check those out. Um, and there's, dude, there's so many out there. It's insane how many yeah, I mean, publications there are out there. And just, like, don't stick to the main, like, Washington Post, New York Times. They're all very no, hegemonic, the warmongering fucking uh, publications that, like, really benefit off of exploiting people, you know? Totally. Um, 
and a lot of and in 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 some senses helped even put the man in president who is president today. In yeah, office. they just kind of harp on what we all already know and what is sensationalized and what's going to get people's say, reaction. They just yeah, say that's shit. the really key word here: sensationalize. Even if they're against like candidates, you just put out more publicity for them constantly mm-hmm. at a constant rate. You don't even realize that you're, you're contributing to the to forward. the problem. Yeah, exactly. And so these people that I mean these outlets that we're naming like they i think they really do help move that that conversation forward at least to something that you know like we're saying is ideal for everyone i think that's why i'm always more about find a writer or writers that you like Mm -hmm. and don't stick to just like oh i get my news from this like no don't be so set in your ways like greenwald Jeremy Writers Stahel, you agree Catherine with. Catherine Kruger, which is from Splinter News. Who is um, the, the... Libby the, uh, Watson. And just a reminder, the, too, uh, that you don't have to always the agree Ryan with Richter, him. Um, guy, he's great. Uh, <laughs> I Derek fucking love Davidson, your header image. Or Derek Davidson. <laughs> Derek Davidson, is that his name? I think, he does write Richter? I can't remember. Subscribe to that, because he he this is a guy who's out here finding these Twitter personalities and these Twitter profiles of these politicians... And Basically, Will Sommer. Will Sommer. Will Sommer. There you go. Will Sommer is uh, he's pretty he's pretty hilarious. He he does a good job. He has a newsletter. Subscribe to that. Write Richter. Um, he'll really give you an insight on this fucking. The shit that people post that the shit he that finds basically people is post crazy. Yeah. These guys are insane. Yeah. So what does he do like specifically? What he are, just what kind of navigates the sewer that is Twitter, <laughs> that is Twitter and Twitter, like yeah, and, their posts. and finds some really great posts that like from extreme conservatives or leftists. You know, like he just has some some great material and um um. That's a, yeah, that's a that's definitely a, a, a good outlet. I think. I and think one on uh, Twitter. Another handle. one, Alex Nichols. He also Alex writes Nichols. for some Splinter stuff. Uh, <laughs> great articles out there that are really delve into like Shuja Hater is good. Shuja Hater, yes. I've actually um, really liked Mike Jolette. My, who's I, I don't know. He was in a name. band that I used to like, but oh, I guess he band? switched to political. He's really just like what is his name? Uh, Mike Jolette. What band? Uh, Airborne Toxic Event. I really uh, liked him, like in high does school. Does he sell uh, razors by any chance? He does. He, he really does. does. He's a he's a heir to the Gillette like company. Mike Gillette. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but no, he's actually like given up on the whole band thing and has just gotten super political. That's but he's cool. also he's just brought up so many like valid points. He seems very well researched and he's just he's funny too. So it's funny that you know follow. somebody walked away from follow. this like whole idea of like oh i'm in a successful band it's like no you know what it's time to get active yeah, a lot of musicians and film stars that, yeah. try to make that switch to like well i mean why not good why for them you know they have, no, a, they have a definitely platform use their platform for that definitely yeah. but it's it is interesting to see that like it's funny to hear people say oh you're a musician like stay to that don't get in you or even with athletes. it's like oh i'm sorry you don't have a right to voice your even opinion. with athletes especially with especially athletes. With i mean yeah. athletes. oh yeah. my god that They're person who was talking shit about room. like conor mcgregor lebron not james McGregor. uh colin kaepernick Ka- god damn how do you mix that up colin kaepernick connor mcgregor yeah, i guess I get that's, that's hilarious <laughs> yeah up. connor mcgregor was taking a knee for police brutality and connor mcgregor <laughs> he's was probably for it he was tell he in his press conferences he would tell like uh, there's a Brazilian fighter he was going up to, against and he's like yeah back in the day I would just get a group and you know storm your favela and kill all the people in there and shit he's just like, talking shit yeah, what a piece right. of he's shit he's such a troll he's great dude 
He's great for the for the trolling farm, for the troll farm. The troll community. Have. Well, I mean, he's a professional fighter, and he's designed oh, to get yeah, under yeah. people's yeah. skins. He's not. I mean, he's not only a troll. He's also an actual gifted, talented athlete. A an idiot. gifted, talented daddy. A gifted, talented idiot? dumbass. Gifted and idiot. You could be both. I mean, he's a millionaire. I wouldn't doing it the right way. Trained athlete. I wouldn't call him an idiot. I still. Just because know. you're successful doesn't mean you're smart. Yeah. That's not what I'm saying. I'm oh. saying the way he's he's built his success. But he hasn't handled himself as in terms of like. Sometimes you can also. Like I could also bring up the fact that it's just like a successful way. Like it just seems mean? like he, he's just creating this image of like of. Um, like aggression. He's and definitely toxic been successful. Masculinity that's like very profitable, which is gross because people really like that. Well, they him. like to. He's he's a fighter, so of I, course I he has to buy into. That he has persona. to be that obnoxious. But that's what I mean. He's already like, in that. Like, I think that's what I don't know. That's that's what makes me think he's. Well, he is smart because he is capitalizing on that. But he's an idiot because he does do erratic acts that like are out of the scope of that character and that really show people like, no, this guy's actually fucking crazy sometimes. Like he's not just this persona of being like a fighter. He's like, re- he can be. He lives and breathes being crazy. What's wrong with that? Wait, what? He, he lives and breathes being What's crazy. What's wrong with that? Well, I mean, What's he's not like harming and breathing anybody. crazy. He. he I mean, if he's contained and he's he's exerting, but he's not. That's but the he thing. He literally just he literally just acted out like we were talking about. He's going to get like sued for what throwing another, a chair through. Yeah, but I mean one, that's bad that enough. One. Like, what was another thing that he's? Done? I mean, how many bad assault gr- like do you have? Like that's not average. He's a fighter. He's amped up. All but on the a time. normal person, but that's, the that's thing. not a normal They're, person. They that are, doesn't give him this right to like. Yes, exactly. I'm not saying it gives him a right, but it doesn't discredit his like. It kind of does because you control yourself. Yes, it does. You know what I mean? It's like everybody. It's like, dude, you're a prof- if you're, you're going to be a professional athlete, act like a professional when you're outside of your workplace or your work environment. But if his you're persona out in the is street, not being that. Okay, but, but that doesn't give him. That's what we're saying. If his persona is like that, it still doesn't give him the right to act like an asshole but outside of his work. I will say this. That's He's not saying. incentivized that, to be a good person, though. So exactly. I guess it's again, Dana White doesn't give a, a shit about his livelihood. He just wants to capitalize a, on that. An idiot are two different conversations. I'm saying that he's an idiot for choosing to act like that out of his work environment, mm-hmm. using that to capitalize on it, but not realizing that yeah, that's going to affect your image to a lot of people. Like even Joe, Joe Rogan was talking about that. I mean, about how, I will, like, You know what? He fucked himself over. I'll take the stance that he or still going to. Look also, at, I take the stance that he tickets. is. People still want to see. I know him that. I know, but it's it, regardless. It still is going to. I will his take image. the stance that he is an idiot because he sh- he's he's fucked up his career a little bit. Like not really. you know, it doesn't. It doesn't. I mean, who's not going to want to sign him for? You think Dana White's not going to want to sign him for another fight? If he keeps acting like an idiot and gets lawsuits, no. Apparently, they, I, thought highest, they were going to, the I thought they were going to kick him. No, he's or the like biggest, cost like, him like, a few fights or some shit. Yeah, but he's still selling tickets. He's bringing like more publicity. No, no. In this era, we know that no publicity is black publicity. True, and, he, true, and Dana true. White's already like a scumbag. So like, but that's of course I, this isn't going to hurt his image. It's I, happened, that happened so long know. ago. I think it. I think it. Well, have you seen him? Let's recently see this play in this out because culture? honestly, his no, uh, whole media his, out. his his, uh, his like media personality down the drain. I know that, but like, okay, I would <laughs> say, or, does he even have any fights coming up anyway? I don't know. Let's look him up. 
What I think our, it does hurt him. I don't think do? he's like invulnerable to bad publicity really hurting or him. criticism or criticism. I think like if you do want to look at this as a career, like he's not, I mean, he made a mistake by getting all these lawsuits. It does not help him in any way. He's going to lose millions of dollars because it's like, damn right. People are going to sue him. Yeah. So I, I don't think that was a smart move. He could have cultivated something aggressive and still, that's like, why I think he's an idiot. Cause he makes these choices outside of his, well, he's not even making choices. Character. He's just acting out. Yeah, or that. And living with like the ramifications of whatever those actions may have been. Fuck Conor McGregor. Fuck him. I'm not a fan. Fuck him. Fuck him. Well, like we, I was saying yesterday, I don't even watch uh, UFC, really. Yeah, I'm not a... I guess I am more on the boxing side, even though I know that's pretty fucking corrupt, too. Yeah, it can yeah. be. Yeah. Well, it sounds like they're having talks of uh, McGregor getting in another fight with someone. So Talks or finalized? Nothing's ever finalized, so it's finalized. Big. But, but being spoken about <laughs> in the at UFC, being, spoke, <laughs> being spoken about in the UFC, like it's been a while that so he's been in numerous talks about the same fight. Conor McGregor returns to the, when Conor McGregor returns, if he returns. Oh, he'll return for sure. Exactly. Yeah, it was a stupid. That was stupid. We all do stupid things. Of course, that was a dumb thing for him to do. My point is, though, as a businessman, he is not an idiot. Like, yeah, of course, that was an idiotic action to take place. I don't say as a businessman he's an idiot. Hold on. That was, like, an idiotic action to take place. And, yeah, he feeds into this, like, macho, fucking toxic masculinity. I mean, I think if, uh, as a businessman, you don't want lawsuits thrown at you. Even though, I I will say it's drops in the bucket. I've already acknowledged that that's a stupid action to take place. But that's, like, an unignorable. you're giving him the justification just because he's a fighter, though. Not giving him justification. You literally just said... What he's a fighter, no, so that's but his, like that's the his, his persona and the what person he's made himself out to be. Like, he has to keep building this macho attitude, he's okay, not exerting that out on everybody. Like, he exerted it out on another fighter who was talking shit to him. Yeah, that was a stupid thing to do. Of course, he does not want to be locked into legal fees, yeah, but generally, as a person, as a fighter, he carries himself with charisma. He's crazy. He's outlandish. Like, Muhammad yeah, Ali outlandish. was fucking crazy and like outspoke, talked all this shit. Yeah, but he wasn't racist. How is McGregor racist? Oh, wait, he is. He has said explicit racist things. When has like he said it? Nate D- He's called Nate Diaz cockroaches. He's called fucking <laughs> who? Who outside of a person that he was fighting has he said racist shit to? Outside of a person he was fighting, that's that true. That he wasn't trying to. Build, yes, he's, he's trash talking. I'm not taking that stance though. He's <laughs> trash talking on it, but the fact is that what I'm saying is the action that he takes. In the ring, I think that's one thing. Or like, even when yeah. you're like at a UFC event, that like you're yeah. you're trash talking shit. But if you're like in a parking lot Irish or something, Times calling him out. <laughs> yeah, if you're in a parking lot. That's stupid. Of course, he does stupid things. He's a fucking okay, idiot because he's an. Generally, he I don't consider him an idiot. What do you consider? I mean, I don't consider him an intellect, but I don't consider him a stupid man. Like, he falls into gray territory. He's successful, but how much of his is chalked up to his intelligence and how much of it is just, oh, he's a good fighter and other promoters or managers or other managers have taken advantage of that and really exploited that. I don't think he as an individual would have made it 
if he didn't have these talented people like guiding no him. No fighter ever would do that by the True, so true. That's, that's true. That like, is very true. You need to have okay. a team with you. I do think he's a problematic person. I don't think yeah, he's a he, sure. I don't think he's a marketing genius. I think other people are marketing geniuses and are handling him and making money off him. Right. I think he's a great fighter. I know that he's skilled in that sense and he's not an idiot in that realm, but that doesn't give him like this all-encompassing pass to like be a dickhead because that's what he is. He's just a fucking dickhead. I mean, Muhammad but Ali he, still got in you know, prison the, these for not fighting these, uh, in Vietnam artists, because like these, he spoke out for like what he, you know, believed in and shit. And like Connor's doing the same thing, but he gets a pass for whatever he does and whatever well, he says. To be, time, and he's white, to be so fair, that's, but that's like, but that's, that's what I mean. Up, yeah. like, that is diff- that's a different. To be fair, these athletes aren't incentivized to be considerate of other people, so it's not also like it's his fault. Every fighter's cultivated in this kind of negative this turned out area. really uh i think this could be a bonus episode <laughs> no this is good I, I like the conversation because it does have to deal with like that kind of you know uh thriving on sensationalism especially because yeah i guess it does come back to the sensationalism it's, the yeah, sensationalism. it's all about sensationalism. it's all sensationalism like, we all want that story Everyone, yeah for sure yes he's I getting know. stories he's getting talked about like yeah he has to deal with, he's a i mean one of our first episodes was about like kanye and that sensationalism that he like harped on yeah true yeah we're really calling out those sensationalism figures that, i just culture. don't like it because it's so fake that's sensation me, figures it's just so fake to me it is fake and that's why and like i i that's why even I some people know. said that shit was staged like the whole incident oh, of him yeah, breaking yeah, yeah. it that's out that's true like, that's true like that's another thing to look at like damn you know, of course the other party involved is benefiting but if that it, cost you like i mean i get what you're saying i do so what's but if what's that does cost even if maybe like it doesn't cost you your career but you like was it staged i don't, I don't know. know it hasn't been confirmed oh, okay. but but like it uh, even so like it, <laughs> Like, it got out of hand for sure. Exactly, and, <laughs> and that's we I were think just so psyched on it. We were talking being about like a person like who is so sensationalized. People thrive on that, and so it's like he's just giving people what they want. And I, I, I don't respect that. And to me, that seems just like no. Well, we have a different look. We have a different look on things in general. Oh, of course. Yeah, and, and that's what makes these guys. And that's what makes us the world bars. Like, maybe maybe if Conor McGregor was donating something, we would be like, "Oh, he's sick." But at <laughs> oh, the, of course not, we would. We would be like, if, "Hey, he's an asshole, but he's he's helping abolish ice." Yeah, yeah, exactly. We would exactly. say he's stoked on. Oh, him. totally. But he's not doing any of that, and he's just thinking for yes. himself. He doesn't. Well, like Kim Kardashian, you know, freeing that uh, African American woman who I mean, was in prison for. No, I exactly, and I'm not going to knock her for that because, like. That's the person who's using her platform to do a good act that someone should have done before, and right. they didn't. Yeah. So she just happened to do it around the time of her, al- it's a, her the, husband's the album thing release. Of platforms, the sensationalizing <laughs> just like, oh, of what a platforms is weird. Like that to me is just such a strange concept that's been so. I think it's uh, the doing good at culture. the right time. Oh, what's that? I'm gonna do something good. Oh, my husband just dropped an album, and it's gonna be really good. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, hey, but you can't knock it. They at least saved somebody's life. And Third World Ballers is coming to a close. Damn, Jamal, you just went for it. Hell yeah. <laughs> hell right yeah. In. I give you the signal and he goes right no for it. No, no sense, sense of irony. No sense of irony. I am. We are immersed in it, as we I am saying. a victim of this. Um, this was, a, I think this was a really good discussion. Yeah, uh, I think. We covered a lot of topics and, uh, some <laughs> got off on some tangents 
Well, it's um, a podcast. This is our yeah. plot for us. No, no, Y'all of like course. To listen to but it's funny, Come like with the. <laughs> I didn't expect to talk about Conor McGregor. Well, Conor, see, McGregor. Conor McGregor. Fuck you. Fuck you. I'm going into my uh, <laughs> Hell's Kitchen voice. Of course, yes. Um, just an act. But this was good fun talking with y'all. Food will pull us. Check them out. Of course, we'll be back soon again for you uh, next week. Thanks so much. Um, we Thank might you. be releasing some bonus extra content. content. I hope you're all bonus. enjoying this crisp and clear sounding audio because yes. yeah, two this is episodes the one time we're going to have for. Well, that's not true. The next three episodes might be uh, Our, might be in person, so that'll be good. Oh, um, we'll, we'll see. Cool. Uh, Third World Ballers are here to uh, prize you on audio quality, so that's, wait for it. <laughs> we're kind of like the McConnor McGregor's of assaulting your ears. <laughs> am I right? We are we the Conor no McGregor of podcasts. No Fuck all the podcasts. Assaulting your ears. That's great. <laughs> Throwing chairs at your ears, breaking glass. No, but we do eye. appreciate y'all, y'all listening. We're five episodes deep in. Uh, we tend to keep going. Yeah, and tend to keep it going and tend to keep the momentum alive. Just remember, ball up, everybody. And, uh, you know, we should probably go ahead. We're going to put some links to some good organizations to support. We'll talk. We'll link up to all the people that we... Uh, mentioned yes definitely uh, in terms of the publication publication outlets uh, um, podcast well you said something about lebron i just saw him on your twitter i'm sorry oh maybe he signed to the Cavs. he's not gonna announce it till tuesday i thought they were gonna oh is that what he said yeah i was hearing there was some talk about get him going to lakers maybe yeah uh we'll um, see we'll see that's for another episode let's anyways, find out if true. he uh support, signed up next episode okay. yeah support your local groups um there's races you can donate to <laughs> Not racists, but races, races. is a family races. unification um, <laughs> R-A-I-C-E-S. Yeah, so you can donate some money to help their cause, um, helping you know reunite families and give them the rights that they need because we can't be locking up these What's people. that hashtag? No, we can't. Um, Free our races? Leaf Project is part of a racist um, organization, so we're going to go ahead and put some links to them if you guys want to donate. If not, then I don't care. Stop listening to this. But <laughs> you're a terrible person. Okay, thank you. Just Other kidding. Than no, that, real talk, though. Um, this is stuff we do need to address and take definitely. charge of. And, uh, and I think the last thing, like, one of the last things we should definitely say and put out there is abolish ice. Abolish, abolish ice. Abolish ice now. Ice. Abolish the fuck out and of it. And eat them. less uh, beef. Yeah, dude. Yeah. That's, <laughs> Just eat less that's beef. That's true. Eat less beef. It's all about... It's not even about changing your whole diet. It's about just like less consumption, less consumption moderating less your moderation. diet. Drink more water. You'll be less hungry. Exactly. Prob- yeah, basically. So, well, that's been your baller health tip for the week. For your uh, health. For, for your, your health. health. Can we say that? I don't know. Oh, are we going to get sued? Ooh. <laughs> don't say his name. Uh, I guess we'll be back <laughs> next week. Not um, for your health. We will be back next week. Oh, we will be back next week. Yes, but them hard-hitting motherfucking facts. Maybe we, yeah. All right, y'all. All right. Have a good one. Have a good one. We'll see you later. Peace. Peace.